and uh, wanted to talk a little bit about um, the history of Israel uh, and, and our history and how those things intersect when we think about uh, God being the one in whom we trust. And that is our, our national motto. And uh, it partly comes from what I read earlier, Psalm 56, right at the beginning. But also from Psalm 115, 9 through 13. Uh, this is um, a, a key verses for, for that um, understanding. <clears throat> so beginning at verse 9, it says this, O Israel, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. O house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. You who fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. The Lord has remembered us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless those who fear the Lord, both small and the great. Let's pray. Lord, we just ask God that you would add a blessing to the reading and to the hearing of your word. Father, let it go forth and not return void. And it's in your name I pray. Amen. In God we trust is the official motto of the United States. It replaced the prior motto, E Pluribus Unum, which is out of many, one. And of course, um, E Pluribus Unum still appears on the national seal, or the presidential seal. Um, but, but, it, but the motto did, was officially replaced by In God We Trust. It became the motto, In God We Trust, of the Union during the Civil War at the request of an influential pa uh, pastor in Pennsylvania to help show that God was on their side, um, especially considering uh, the idea of, of abolitionist movement that was... Um, really uh, influenced by, by God's scriptures, especially some of the ones that, that Dylan read about liberty. And that, that they were heavenly influenced um, by, by God's word that, that all men were created equal and that all were, were um, to be free. But anyway, in God we trust became the motto of, of the Union during the Civil War. And many of the documents of the Confederacy even also invoked that phrase, in God we trust. Um, after the war, President Lincoln signed a law placing the motto on one-cent and two-cent pieces. And one of the last acts of President Lincoln before his assassination was um, he, he wanted that to be, um, in God we trust, on all gold and silver coins. It's on our coinage. It was added to or removed at various times in, in, um, in, in history on, on our coinage. But in 1956, it was mandated under the Eisenhower administration that in God we trust become the official motto of the United States and that it would appear on all U.S. coinage. And that's partly due because of the influence of Reverend Billy Graham. Um, I, he, he, he encouraged Eisenhower to do this. And a lot of it, the reason that it was added was it was seen as, as a counter uh, to communism's atheistic imperialism and materialism. So there was a political um, a component to, to adding it. It really was. But the statement itself, in God we trust, is, is, is one that, that helps us remember to keep ourselves in check under Almighty God. And that all power 
and all authority comes from Him. But at, and as believers, you know, we see this as much more than just a political statement. To trust in God is to receive God's blessings in life. To trust in God is to receive God's blessings in life. And the nation who, who fears the Lord should thus trust in Him even in the most difficult of times. In a time of oppression from pagan nations, Israel needed to trust in God. This psalm, I, I believe, um, we, we don't know exactly, but it was probably written in the post-exile period. And if you know anything about the exile, um, the nation of Israel had split in two, um, and, and for about 200 years they, they, they existed as, as separate nations who went into decline and, and, event, and, and moral decay and, and eventually were conquered by the Babylonians. And, and everyone who was still living in Jerusalem and Judah, the, the southern kingdom, uh, the, the northern kingdom had already been wiped out by the Assyrians, but the Babylonians came in and took, took over Jerusalem and Judah, re, re, removed the Jewish people and, and transplanted them, uh, many of them, uh, to the land of Babylon. And um, they, they, they were there as, as captives within that nation for many years. But there was a prophet named Jeremiah who, who prophesied just before the captivity began that within 70 years, uh, someone would, would be raised up and they would return um, Israel to their homeland and that, that, and that they would become a nation under God again. And when the prophet Daniel, which I was just talking about um, at the beginning, um, read Jeremiah's prophecy... And, and, and saw that, that 70 years was almost up, he says, we, I, I need to lead our people in, in repentance. I, I need to do some intercessory repentance. And he, and he prayed that, the, the prayer that I, that I just mentioned a little while ago. And, and it wasn't long after that that God raised up a Pers the Persian Empire, came, destroyed the Babylonian Empire, and took over. And, and, and the king um, at the time was Cyrus, who um, decreed that, that the Jews could return to their homeland. And, and they did. But when they did, when, when they did return, and it, this is recounted in the books of Ezra and Nehemiah, that there was a bunch of op opposition from um, pagan nations around them that, that were worshiping you know, false gods and idols. And so you know, the, this psalm is a reminder um, of that. And he talks about, some of, the, some of the scoffing they received from some, some of these other nations. So the beginning of, of, of Psalm 115 talks about this. It says, Not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name give glory for the sake of your steadfast love and faithfulness. Why should the nations say, Where is their God? Our God is in the heavens. He does all that He pleases. Their idols are silver and gold, the work of human hands. They have mouths but do not speak. They have eyes but do not see. They have ears but do not hear. They have uh, noses but do not smell. They have hands but no feet. Um, but have, do not feel, excuse me. They have feet but do not walk. And they uh, do not make a sound in their throat. Those who make them become like them. So do all who trust in them. In other words, he's saying that, that all these idols of all these other nations that, that, that are surrounding them and, and opposing their, their return 
to Israel and, and trying to stop their work of rebuilding the walls and rebuilding the city. That, that they were worshiping false gods who could do nothing for them, even, even as these nations were mocking them for, for um, worshiping um, the God of Israel. And, you know, that they, they came against them and opposed the work. They even sent letters to Cyrus saying that, that uh, you need to stop um, the, these people from, from doing all this. And, uh, you know, the, um, the, the people turned to the Lord for their help and their strength. And uh, eventually, um, the Persian king uh, sent aid to them and, and, uh, and, and re rebuked the other nations around them in doing so. He, he sent them aid to, to help them rebuild their walls and, and to rebuild the temple. And so they, they, they did all this... Um, And, 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 and this song is, is a hymn of praise to God for His protection and for him, him being a shield and for Him blessing them. The opposition um, failed and Israel became a nation again. But only, only by trusting in God, only by trusting in the God of the heavens He talks about here, only by turning their hearts and lives back to the Lord did they succeed in rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem and eventually rebuilding the temple. God promised them here to be their helper and their shield. And, and, and they believed that and trusted in Him. And they trusted in the Lord's promises of help and protection. So, so their trust was based in the Word of God that says that all who fear Him, they would be blessed. And so Israel trusted the Lord. They, they put themselves into His hands. And He began blessing them with, with, with more, even more favor from the Persian king. More help and aid um, fr from uh, that, that nation. And, and they were able to accomplish what they did. And, and by doing so, de de defeat the ones who were opposing them. God became their protection and their shield. And this is a hymn worshiping God for that. And their trust in God came before all that happened. Why? Because they, they believed in the past promises of God. Hit the promises of Him blessing His people. Long ago, before um, they even became a nation, and, and uh, God um, uh, led them out of, of, led them into the promised land under Moses. Um, he talks about this. He gives them the choice um, to be blessed. And what he says here, beginning at verse uh, 15 of uh, Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 15, he tells them, See, I have set before you today life and good, death and evil. If you obey the commands, the commandments of the Lord your God, that I command you today by loving the Lord your God, by walking in His ways, and by keeping His commandments and His statutes and His rules, then you shall live and multiply, and the Lord will bless you in the land that you are entering to take possession of it. He promised that as a covenant blessing to the people of Israel. He promised that. He also promised this in verse 17. But 
There's always that divine but, that divine yet. But if your hearts turn away and you will not hear, but are drawn away to worship other gods and serve them, I declare to you today that you shall surely perish. You shall not live long in the land that you are going over the Jordan to enter and possess. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Therefore choose life that your offspring may live. And that was set before the nation on that day in, 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 in Deuteronomy. And they did enter the land and they did conquer it and, and, and they did become a great nation. But that nation quickly fell back into the paganism of, of their neighbors. The, the moral decay. If you read the book of Judges, at, after Joshua passes away, um, that whole book, especially if you read, begin reading chapter 2, it talks about the, the, the spiraling down. It says, it started off with um, the people, uh, they, they, they sinned and turned their hearts away from, from the Lord and, and worshiped false idols. God sent an oppressor to them to, to uh, destroy them and, and uh, to su subject them. The people uh, under that pressure um, cried out to the Lord again and, and sought His face and, and repented. And then what God did was He raised up one of the judges to deliver them. People like um, Saul, I mean, uh, not Saul, Samson, <laughs> Samson and, and uh, Jephthah and, and, and other people, Gideon. He kept raising these up. Deborah was also another judge of Israel who, who helped rescue them. And, and even though Barak was, was uh, a man named Barak was, was the king at that time or, or the, the leader of, of Israel at that time, uh, raised up by God, Deborah was the one who had to go in and help him. It was interesting. But anyway, all, all, those, all those great people, and, and it eventually culminated with Samuel the prophet, all those great people... God raised up to help lead the nation back, but as soon as that great leader died, they went right back into the same pattern. They turned back to paganism and sin. God sent an oppressor. God raised over and over again until eventually, um, in Judges, it got so bad that, that you read about a mixing of, of pagan religion and, and of, and of uh, the Israelite religion. So much so that, that a guy named Jephthah makes a foolish vow about sacrificing the first thing that comes out of his house. What happens? His daughter appears. He says, I've got to keep my vow before, before these people that, that, I, that I would sacrifice the first thing that came out of my house. God rejects human sacrifice, but Jephthah in his paganism did it. And I believe that he did sacrifice his daughter. Some people say that, that he didn't, but I, I believe that he did. But it wasn't because he was a pristine person. It was because things had gotten so bad because they, they had rejected God. They, they, they had gone into such evil and, 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 and had such warped minds that they, they began to believe that, that the God of Israel, who sits above all things and is the one true God, was no different than the other gods. And so, he, so they, they did this. And eventually what happened was there was civil war in Israel the tribe of Benjamin almost gets wiped out because of, of, of their, what they did. And, and, and the nation was almost destroyed at that time. And then, of course, Samuel the prophet is raised up. 
And He helps save the nation and, and unite them again. The first king that, that he did was Saul, and he failed, but the second king that came about was David, who is the model king for, for um, every king after him and is the model for the Messiah. But Israel, over and over again, got, even after King David, they got into this pattern of sin and repentance and sin and repentance over and over again. The, the times that they turned away from God, God, God said, okay, I'm lifting my hand from you, and here come your oppressors. When they cried out to God again, He came back and helped them. God keeps His end of the bargain always. Sometimes uh, we don't. God, God is never changing. His steadfast love are forever. But a lot of times we turn away. But Israel did learn to trust in the Lord. And especially in this post-exile period they did. And, he, and, he, and, he, and even though they, things weren't perfect in Israel, um, they, they, they did not go back into idolatry and paganism when they returned from exile. And what happens is that they, they begin expectantly waiting for God's Messiah to come. And even, and even when Jesus came, they didn't recognize Him. They, 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 they fell away from, 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 from God again. Um, and they, they put the, the Son of God to death without realizing it. But the irony of that is, Jesus' death was for the cleansing of their sins and, and, and for their restoration to God and, 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 and to bring a defeat against uh, the devil. Jesus Christ did that. And He willingly gave His life for us so that we could be restored to Him. So that we can regain full trust in God again. And, 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 and to prove it, God raised Him from the dead. And because of that, we have a resurrection that we can look forward to today. But even then, God, Jesus, when He came, promised blessings. He said, blessed are the poor, blessed are the meek, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, blessed are the pure in heart. In other words, blessed are those who realize their need is for God and they put their trust in Him. As believers of the day, we who fear the Lord need to trust, trust in Him. God, God when, he was, um, or, or when uh, this hymn was written, it, it, gives, it gives three things here. Israel, trust the Lord. That, that, that's the people. That's the nation. Oh, house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. The house of Aaron what, what was the priest, the religious leaders. And then you who fear the Lord, that's everyone who fears the Lord. Not just the nation of Israel, not, not just the, the religious leaders, but every nation under God who fears Him. He, it, there's a call to trust the Lord here. And I would say today, for, for, from our national leaders and, and, and the people of this nation, there's a call that says, America, trust the Lord. There's a call for the Christian church today to trust the Lord. And then, then all those who fear the Lord, who are of the body of Christ, all over the world, those who fear Him, trust in the Lord. Because when we truly trust in the Lord, 
that, 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 that implies giving ourselves over to Him, obeying His commands, letting this Word lead us, letting His Spirit, whom He has given us, change our hearts. And that's done only through a surrender of our rebellious wills to the Holy Spirit and allow Him to change us. The call today is, is for believers today to trust in the Lord because the blessings are still true today. There were specific blessings given to Israel and, 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 and their priests that, that God fulfilled through Jesus Christ. And I believe He'll fill, fulfill that again um, in, in His millennial kingdom to come. Uh, there, there were specific promises too that, that they would... Um, that they would have the land of Israel as, as their homeland and God would bless them. Uh, the, a lot of those promises to Israel have been fulfilled. The, but the one that, that, that awaits both Israel and the Christian church is Jesus' return. That He is coming to set up His kingdom on earth in, in its final great form. And so we, we put our trust in the Lord. Because of our belief in Jesus Christ and, 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 and our acceptance of His sacrifice, we have great promises in God. He has promised to bless those who trust in Him. Whether that has to do with material blessings that, that, that we need, I believe that, that God can bless us if we turn to Him with, with those things that, that, that are needed to sustain our lives. And I believe... Um, God can, can overflow us with, with material blessings as well if we trust in Him. God, God can bless our people and, and, and bless us with, with, with health if, if, if we ask Him and trust in Him. I believe that all healing comes from God. Sometimes healing comes in a way that we can't explain it and, that, and that, that's wonderful. Sometimes... God uses doctors to heal us. But all healing comes from God. Because God made the world in, in such a way that, that, that it is so that our bodies could heal. That, that in itself is, is a miracle. Sometimes it happens in ways um, that we can't explain in order to increase our faith in Him. And I believe that. Sometimes God knows exactly what we need sometimes. Well, when we're sick and, and, and uh, we're, we're struggling and, and we're losing faith sometimes even, God can, can increase our faith by doing it in a way that we can't explain it. Except that, okay, God did this. God operates according, I think, a lot of times to our need. But when we truly trust in the Lord... He, he promises us blessings. And if we trust in Him as a nation and return to this principle in God, that, in God we trust, He can begin to bless our nation again. Uh, there, there, there's been um, secret attempts to, to remove that idea from, um, from our, um, that, that motto, from uh, being our motto for one, but also being on our, on our coinage and on, on our dollar bills and all that. That, that there's been efforts in the past, that there's efforts right now where they're trying to remove that from our coins because um, for some reason the, the leaders in our nation 
want, want us to be completely secular, not, not just um, uh, this idea of separation of church and state, but, but, but a completely secular state in, in, in which uh, the, the, uh, the people are also um, secular. No, no religious influence. And if, and if we um, allow that to happen, you know, our, our nation is going to quickly... I mean, we're already um, there. I, I know you've seen the news about how our major cities are collapsing in, in, into crime and other things because, uh, you know, people have decided not to enforce laws and, and not to in, enforce um, the, the, those things that help make for a safe and, 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 and a prosperous society. We're, we're, we're a nation in moral decay. And if, and if we're not careful, we're going to end up just like in the period of the judges under an oppressor that we can't get out from under. But the nation that, that repents and turns to the Lord, the nation that puts their trust in Him, the people who turn to them with, with their whole hearts, God has promised to bless them. My question to you today, do you trust in the Lord? Do you trust Him today? Is He your help and your shield? Is He the one that gives you aid and gives you protection? Are you trusting in Him? We have great and glorious promises from God's Word if we do. The greatest blessing that He gives us is the blessing of salvation through Jesus Christ when we turn and give our lives over to Him. That itself is a, a blessing because it means our escape from judgment to come on all sin and wickedness and evil and brings us out from the power of, of sin and death. That in itself is, is, is a great blessing. The greatest blessing, I, I would say, that believers have. We're, we're not promised anything in this material life, but we are promised eternal life in Him. And to be justified before our great God who is the judge of all the universe. Do you trust, are you trusting in Him for His salvation? And if we, if we trust in Him for His salvation, He gives us the blessing of salvation through the Son, Jesus Christ. He's already provided the means. We just have to um, accept it ourselves. When we do that, we'll be blessed. And if we, have, if we have received salvation, are we continuing our trust in God? We're talking about a, this is a continual trust. It's not a one-time deal. We continue to trust in God. And the more we trust in Him, the closer we grow, grow um, in our relationship with Him and the more blessings that, that He does give us. And I'm not saying that means that we have an easy life because... Um, sin has, has destroyed this world and has corrupted it. it, it it's fallen. But God wants to redeem the world. And because He wants to redeem the world, He, he blesses those and, and rewards those who have turned to them in our hearts and lives. And, and you know, we, we still feel the effects of, of a sinful world um, all around us and how it affects even our own lives. But, but God promises to show up, to be with us, to help us, to bless us with His presence, and to be with us. And then there's the general idea of, of God's protection on the nation. I believe that firmly. God did that for Israel in the past. He could do that for the nation that turns to Him today. And, and so that, that means then that, that we as believers in Jesus Christ 
need to make sure that we are fully trusting in Him so that we can receive His blessings, but also be an influence to those around us in our nation. I, and, I, and I still say today that um, you know, the Founding Fathers often said it, <clears throat> that, that without um, morality, without, without a moral electorate, democracy cannot work. Because if we're not moral in ourselves, how can we elect moral leaders? How can we, how can we identify morality in, in, in our leadership? I think this is part of the reason why um, we're under such um, decay today. Our founding fathers said that, that the only way democracy would work is if we have a moral electorate. And also that moral principles can really only be taught by religion. Namely the Christian religion. Because we, we know that that is the truth. We, we know that God is, is, is the one true God in the heavens. And I, and I think the idea of separation of church and state was so that religion could be free from its influences so that it, it can affect the hearts and lives of people. And, we, and we, the, the, the church then therefore can speak to the conscience of the people and to its leaders as, as sort of a prophetic voice so that, so that, we, so that it, it can turn the ship and, and right the ship and, and put it back on, on, on the right path that, as it should go. As far as, you know, this, as far as sin goes and as far as, um, you know, and it used to be that we talked about the political parties as, as um, being um, um, one side of the Christian equation or the other. You know, it used to be that the Democrats stood for um, humanitarianism and the Republicans stood for the pro what we call Protestant work ethic. Um, and, 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 and being productive citizens in a society uh, who, who are influenced by, by God and, and, and Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. It used to be that way, but, but now, because we've secularized and, and, and now there's corruption, um, and, and we see that. But it is never too late for us to turn to the Lord because of the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And I hope that you're, that's your desire today. I, I need to turn to the Lord because of my personal relationship with Him, but I also need to turn to the Lord because we all want to see blessings for our nation today. Let's stand.